Thanks for tuning in into the Her Podcast. My name is Holly Wright, and I'm the host of this podcast show for women around the world. And I am super excited because we are diving back into this topic. Um, it is called What Will She Think? And I'm honored and excited to have a guest speaker from Atlanta, Georgia. Her name is Hope. She's going to be um, speaking on today's podcast and sharing her heart when it comes to things that we held back, whether it was high school, college, or just in today's season, things that we held back from other girls because we were scared of what they would think. And so this topic goes hand in hand with like comparison, making sure that we make good friends and find healthy friends. So I'm excited and honored to have you on today. So welcome, Hope. Welcome to the Her Podcast. Hello, I am so excited to be here. I have been waiting for this uh, since the day that I got asked. And so I am ecstatic to be here uh, living my best life in Atlanta for sure. Uh, if, uh, if I don't know any of you guys, which I don't know if I do or not, I am in Gainesville. And so it's about 40 minutes north of Atlanta, but I am one of the directors at Free Chapel College. And so I oversee all student life there and I love it. And so it's just full of discipleship, getting to know students and then on the side, um, I'm an author, and I do my blog, and I connect with people mostly through Instagram, and so it's a lot of stuff, but I love it, and it's an honor to do all of it. Well, welcome. I'm so excited to have you, too, because I think I connected with you through a, a mutual friend or maybe really just social media, and so when I came across your page, I was like, I don't even know this girl. I just have to have her on my podcast, so Welcome. I'm so excited. Um, it's super cool things that you're doing, especially through seeing through social media with working through student ministry and writing. We have a lot of similarities. So welcome. I'm excited to hear your heart and kind of what got you started and where you are today. I guess my first question for you is with this topic called what will she think? What is like the first thing that came to mind um, when I was kind of chatting to you about this topic of what it means? Was there ever a moment, um, maybe recently or maybe in high school, that you came across like holding back from things when, um, because you were scared of what other people would think? For sure. Um, I love this topic because I feel like I come at it at a different angle than people probably would. For me, my biggest struggle um, ever since I got saved or even before I, I was even saved was I always held back in my own giftings and what I felt I was good at because I was scared of what people would think. And so I didn't really struggle with comparison too much, but I struggled with holding back in my own giftings because I'd never wanted to um, do something well in a sense and make other people feel small because of it. And so mm -hmm. I feel like my whole life I have just like struggled with accepting that I am good at certain things and walking fully in that because I was scared of what people were going to think if they would think I was big headed or if I was prideful or if anything like that. And so it would terrify me. And so I would hold back in so many things um, because I was scared of what people would think, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of this, especially this topic goes straight to high school really because fitting in and finding friends, I mean, maybe a little bit in college too, but like that was a huge struggle of mine is like, yeah, you found these friends that, you can trust and stuff but like there was always a time where you just were held back by something so whether it was your faith gifts and talents or just things that you were thinking or feeling at the moment I think fear is the root of it all like really holding us back from being our full our full self 
So you're saying like one of your struggles was um, gifts and talent. So give me an example or a situation in your life where you held that back from those people and like how it affected you. For sure. My, um, it was my third year in a ministry school. Uh, it was at Free Chapel College and I was give I was being given speaking opportunities and I like, I am a biggest believer on being there on time, just serving your heart out. Um, if you're going to do something, do it right, do it excellent. And so I'd always show up early and I'd always be there on time. And so therefore I would be given more opportunities. Um, and there was a time where I was presented an opportunity to do the offering. And instantly I told my pastor, I was like, um, no, someone else can do it because I, I didn't want my classmates to think that I was trying to suck up or because I did these things, that's why I got opportunities or anything like that. And so I told him and I was like, um, no, thank you. And he was like, well, I didn't really ask you. I'm telling you. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so we got into like this conversation and he just began to speak life into me how when we begin to shrink back in our own giftings and fear of what people are going to think, then ultimately we're actually doing a disservice to the people around us when we're not walking confidently in the gifts that the Lord has given to us. And ever since then, that shook my whole world because in my, in my own human perspective of trying not to be prideful and neglecting these opportunities, that was actually me being prideful because I was putting it on my own. And I was doing a disservice to the people around me because I didn't want them to view me a certain way when really mm-hmm. if I would have just walked confidently in what the Lord has given to me then I could allow him to do the work through me and I could take the focus off of me yeah that's good too that reminds me too of like I I after college I went through like an internship program at my church and did like creativity and stuff with student ministry and I remember giving like opportunities and it was almost like I knew that I was supposed to do it, but it was like immediate, immediately it's like self doubt kind of like kicks into your mind. And then you're like, Oh my gosh, like the people that I do life with, like, are they going to support me, cheer me on? Are they going to think I'm weird? It's like that fine line that you get from like, okay, should I do this out of obedience and whether the people like it or not, I'm still being obedience or, hold back from fear and self-doubt and take a chance on losing people. But the truth is like those people in your life who are for you are going to be there no matter what. And so I think that is something that I struggled with too in the past is like, like almost stepping out, but being so afraid of what people will think. And I think we waste so much time and um, of our years like thinking and judging of what people will think. And it almost like holds us back really from our purpose and where we're supposed to go. And I've wasted so much time. I just know from my personal walk, just caring so much of what other people think when really it's not even about that. Like it really isn't. Um, I guess my next question for you is like getting out of, you know, ministry school or the internship program you went to, was there ever a moment um, that you said yes to an opportunity and you did it, but it was like the wrong motive. Um, honestly, I'm not entirely sure. I would have to like really think through my life because I'm always, I've always been so quick to decline opportunities, um, Mm -hmm. and push them away. And I'll never forget like when I was talking to the Lord about it, cause I was like, God, like, I don't, I don't want these opportunities. He said something to me and he was like, if you chase what I put in front of you, 
that will get you to where I want you to go. And so that's um, good. And yeah, I was like, wow. I was like, okay, God. I was like, you got me thinking. Okay, I'll chase. I'll chase. (laughs) And so ever since then, I've kind of have tried to keep that on the forefront of my mind and like having a right motive. And I think more than anything, the whole like, what are they going to think? I, I, the enemy loves to get in our mind about that, of mm-hmm. like putting stuff in our past, of like what we did a few weeks ago or for, or a few months ago, or the thoughts that we had about people. Like he loves to get in our minds and make us feel like we aren't able to do that. And like, we're unworthy to do that. And at the end of the day, it's like when we can get in our minds and our hearts and remember that we are approved by the one who made us, that we don't have to convince anybody that our motives are pure in what we're doing because we know we're in right standing with the one who made us. And so mm-hmm. with motives and everything, I'm the biggest believer is like, if you know where you stand with the Lord and like you know who you are, you're never going to have to try to convince people that your motives are pure because you know that they are with where you stand with the Lord. And so mm-hmm. that's my two cents. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, I think motives too are important too because you can you can walk in obedience and do the right thing, but the the motive behind your heart really matters. If you're right. doing it to people please people, or you're doing it to affect you or popularity, um, or all eyes on you, it can take away the root of what the opportunity was all about. And that's something I had to learn too, is like give an opportunity, make sure you, your heart is pure behind it and make sure you're intentional about it. Because, you know, a lot of people aren't offered a lot of op- speaking opportunities, especially women. I feel like right. our generation is getting better with giving women a voice, but um, back in the day, especially like ministry or business or wherever, women weren't given that right. And so I feel like it's an honor to be able to lead a podcast, to be able to speak on stage and do these things. And when we're given those opportunities to not miss the moment of what our our motive is. Um, And I feel like if we're obedient that with a pure heart, we're going to keep giving more opportunity. And so, cause God blesses obedience for sure. Um, I guess my next question for you, um, in the season that you're in now, what are things that re- that you like remind yourself of or just key points that help you move forward with not one caring what people think about you, especially when it comes to social media? Because I feel like <laughs> social media itself is a hit or a miss. And mm-hmm. it's when you're trying to be one thing on social media and posting one thing and pictures look like the other, like you can feel and be a totally different girl behind the scenes. So what are some things that you take steps that you take or examples that you do to make sure um, that you don't take the heart of what other people think or just self doubt or just, just give me some examples. Right. That has been one of my biggest things that I have learned in the past 12 months. Um, I have spent more time crying about social media and crying about what people would think about me than I have my entire life. And there's days Mm -hmm. where I literally, I'm like, I'm deleting this whole app and I'm never getting back on it. But then I'm like, well, this is what the Lord has given me. So I have to steward it well. But at the end of the day, I think that I always have to remember that regardless of the platform that the Lord has given to me, regardless of who I know and who looks at me, people need to understand. And I even need to understand sometimes that I'm still a human being Mm -hmm. and I'm not always going to lead. Right. I'm not always going to say the right things that I'm going to mess up. I'm going to um, talk too quickly, post something too prematurely and it's going to happen. And I have to remind myself that when I do slip up and when I do 
spend too much time on social media or, or post something and end up deleting it later. It's that I'm showing people that I'm human too, that humanity lives in all of us and that that's not something that we can get away from. And so I have to give myself grace for that um, and allow the Lord to like love me through that. And I have to receive that love because I am going to mess up sometimes, but I have to remember that I'm human and I have to remember that regardless um, if I do post something or if I say something that I might shouldn't, that the Lord can still use it to speak to somebody. And so like, let's talk about relationships for a second. Mm-hmm. I am so open on my social media. That's how it's grown because I'm extremely honest and extremely transparent and people, they like that. And so it's grown with that. And I have posted relationships. I've posted my business and stuff. And then if it doesn't work out, I've had to go and delete everything. And I'm like, oh, this is so embarrassing. Are people going to think that I don't hear from the Lord? Are people going to think that I'm inconsistent in my walk? And I'm just like, no, I have to get back on track. Remember that I'm human, that stuff happens. And regardless of where, where it's at now, the things that have been said before, that it did impact people, that that relationship advice did touch somebody, that it did help lead somebody towards wholeness. And so regardless of what's happening now, at the end of the day, like I said before, I am approved by the one who made me. And that has to be our motivation if we want to be influential people as mm-hmm. understanding who we are or we're never yeah. going to make it. Yeah. And I think that's a huge important thing just to know because I have a ton of influencers just on the podcast or just in my life. And I think, um, it, I would say like about a year or two ago, I really took a step back and realized, okay, the things that we're posting are powerful. The words that we say on Instagram are powerful. The words we comment, the words that we Mm -hmm. type in our DMS, like those things are matter. And it's like, once you have so many fault, so much following or influence, like, first of all, I think that's an honor to carry that because, um, people with the wrong motives take advantage of that and lead our generation down a whole different aisle. But I know for me, it's like, I literally, before I post a picture, I'm like, okay, if I, if, if my mom were to see this, would she approve? Like (laughs) if the girls that look up to me, would that, what would they think? Like little things like that. Because I remember a couple years ago, I had just became single and I, I didn't post anything bad, but it just, I, I, looking back now, I definitely would question those posts. <laughs> right. <laughs> so now it's like everything that I type, if I comment, if I, even pictures I just like, like I have to mm-hmm. be careful that I don't follow certain people or I'm looking at their feed before I follow them or pictures that I just like, cause then people can see my name stamped on that picture, whether right. it's, you know, a girl in a raunchy bathing suit or a quote that's not positive or just something so little, but like your name is stamped on that. And so that's something I've really had to learn. Like the words and the pictures that you post are so powerful, especially with young girls who look up to us, you know, and I have to make sure that all my platforms match my lifestyle because it's, it would be, you know, it's almost like me recording this faith-based podcast, posting, you know, godly stuff on the, her podcast, posting positive things on my personal, but like behind closed doors in my bedroom, I don't live that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And so I have to make sure and hold myself accountable that how I live is how I post. Right. And um, not how you post is how you live. And I think being an influencer is an honor, one thing, but two, especially being a Christian influencer, we have to Mm -hmm. be so careful with what we post and if our motives are correct. Um, I guess my last question wrapping up this podcast, um, tell us a little bit about kind of who you were in high school leading up to ministry and kind of what got you to where you are today. 
And if you could look back at the old Hope, what would you tell her? What are three things you would tell her going off this topic? What will she think that you would tell the old Hope like, hey, I wish you would have known this or I wish you would have done this knowing what you know now? Wow. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, I, I dropped out of high school in the 10th grade when I was 16. Not a lot of people know that. It's not something I announce to the whole world all the time. But I started doing drugs when I was 13, got caught up in alcohol and abusive relationships. And that was my lifestyle until 16. And I had a traumatic incident over spring break. And that led me to drop out of high school um, when I was 16. And so a few months after that, I had gotten like convinced to go to this Christian ministry college. And so I was like, whatever. I was like, I don't even believe in Jesus because I church was like the last thing I ever wanted to go to. I was like, I hate people. I hate Jesus. I hate all of this. And so I went to this program and I got saved a month into it. I did two years there. Then I moved up to Atlanta and I did two more years at another ministry college. And then I got hired on full time at a church that I got kicked out of youth um, 10 years ago. And so it was a full circle. Wow. Story. Yes. Crazy. That's totally for another podcast, but the Lord can use anybody. I'll tell you that. And so that's um, amazing. So, yeah. And so it's been a whole um, crazy journey of be, of being atheist, honestly, of just being caught up in the wrong things. And then now working at a church that I was kicked out of 10 years ago um, this year. And so if I look back, I would tell younger hope, one, that everyone who I'm so concerned about their opinions and what they think of me, that I am not even going to know any of them years down the road. And so it really doesn't matter at all. Yeah. Um, and I know that sounds like harsh, but it's like, it is what it is. And like, you're not going to know them. And so don't waste your time and your thoughts and your emotions on all these people who you're not even going to remember their names down the road. That's so stupid. And then secondly, I would look at her and I would tell her that she's doing better than she thinks she is and that mm-hmm. to not be so hard on herself that regardless of what her life looks like right now, that she is still an influencer um, and that you're always influencing people one way or the other, whether you want to be or not. And so to be wise in that and to take inventory of my heart and my emotions on a daily basis to make sure that I'm, I'm doing the best that I can because there are always eyes watching me. Um, mm-hmm. But that's not a bad thing. It doesn't have to be a scary thing. That's actually an honor. That's a beautiful thing to acknowledge and to walk in. And then the third thing I would say to love with all that you are, regardless, especially the people who you don't want to and the people who have hurt you, um, because love, love is the healer of all things. And it keeps your heart in check and it keeps your motives pure when you're making an effort to love the people who in the world's eyes don't deserve it because that's exactly what the Lord does for us. And if we can walk that out, um, we'll, we'll start to see miracles unfold in our life like we never have before. And so those would be the three things. That's awesome. Wow. What a story too, because honestly, Hope, if I were, and that's just shows you God's grace and how he can restore and take something so broken and turn it to beautiful. So thank you for sharing that and being honest. Cause honestly, if I were to look at your Instagram or your life now, I would have never guessed that. And <laughs> I think that is so cool to see 10 years ago an issue that happened to full circle of here you are now on staff at that exact church. So that's just a testimony of itself. So I just think that's amazing that, you know, you went from point A to point B, but it took, it took guts. It took time. It wasn't an overnight thing, but you right. 
um, you were open. And I think that's the biggest thing that God honors is just being open and allowing him to use your brokenness of where you are. Like you don't, even you said you didn't want to go to church. You didn't want to, you know, be a part of this thing. And you believed what you believed then, but being obedient and being open and allowing God to just take the junk out of your life is something that I don't take advantage of. I think that's super cool and believing the best for you. Wow. What a story. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think everything that you said is point on too, because every girl deals with what would she think differently, whether Mm -hmm. it's friendships, spirit of comparison, self-doubt. It's super hard, especially in this generation, just to be you and Because everybody's trying to be like everybody else, whether it's, you know, fake this, fake that, Instagram edits on your pick, or just trying to be like everybody else. It's so hard to find unique um, people in this world, you know? Right. And so I think this topic hits home for a lot of girls listening. Just, you know, take it day by day. Don't care so much about kind of what Hope said. Like, you may not know that person in 10 years, so don't, don't waste your time. Because time is something you can't take back. I've learned that the hard way, like, Mm -hmm. you know, spending time with people who aren't worth it or doing things that you're not supposed to. Time is so valuable now. And um, but thank you so much just for kind of sharing your heart when it comes to, you know, caring so much of what other people think, whether that's social media or your gifts and talents or just sharing, you know, how you feel about things. It really the root of it is fear and it holds us back from so many different things. Absolutely. Yeah, I've had so much fun being on this. And if I could leave you guys with anything, it would be that it's just a lie from honestly, the enemy of what what they're going to think, or am I going to do this wrong? Or am I going to be viewed this kind of way? And whenever we believe a lie, we empower the liar. And the enemy is the king of lies. And so we can keep our, our hearts and our minds focused on the word of God and the truth of who we are in him we'll find ourselves being able to walk a lot more lighter and a lot more clear without that in the back of our heads of what are they going to think? Because it doesn't matter what they think. It matters what Mm -hmm. God thinks and you're approved and you're chosen and you're worthy. Yeah. I love that. Thank you so much. Wow. What a word. I'm going to, that quote you had said earlier on the podcast, I'm going to write that down um, because everything that you shared is like things that I haven't experienced. So To the girls listening to this podcast, I hope you took away something um, with Hope. And thank you, Hope, just for being on and sharing your heart and being transparent. And I'm believing the best for you in good old Atlanta, Georgia. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks, girls, for listening. And we're going to be back on next week talking about the same topic. So tune in.